0: Good Erev Shabbos. This is the Friday before Parsha's Chayyasara, very famous for two incidents. The first, the burial of Sarah by Avram Avinu, and the second, the search for a spouse for Yitzchak by Eliezer and his meeting with Lavan and Basuel. But I'm going to focus on the first part of the Parsha where Avram purchases the plot of land known as Mara Samachpela for his wife's burial, for Sarah's burial. What happens is Avramavinu he meets the family, the Ches family. Now the Ches family owned the land called the Mara which is in Hebron. And he goes to them and he tells them, I am a a stranger, an alien, and a, a resident amongst you, and I'd like an estate for a burial plot. And they respond so magnanimously. The children of Ches say, listen, my Lord, you're a prince of God in our midst. The choicest burial place, bury your dead, nobody from us will hold back from you burying your wife here. And... um It seems, from the conversation, that they want to give it to him as a generous gift. Nobody spoke without money, but Avram suddenly turns the tables. He gets up, he bows down, and the Torah, in chapter 23, verses 7 through 9, says... He says, listen, if it's your will to allow me to bury my dead, so I want to meet Ephron, the son of Sochar who must have the deed to the plot, and I will give him kesef Malay. I will give full price. All of a sudden, he decides to give full price. They seem to say, oh, sure, we'll give it to you as a present. He says, I'll pay full price. And not only that, he ends up paying 400 shekel kesef, because when they hear money, and they say, okay, 400 shekels, what is it? You know what it is? It's over a million dollars for that piece of land. And um, it's a cave. And talking about a million dollars in today's cash, it's a lot of money. Why did Abraham Avinu have this sudden change of heart when it seemed that they were about to give it to him for free? So here's the parable. My son, my friend David Siegel told it to me. And uh, he said it over that uh, a fellow, a, a rabbi, um, once uh, came to a very big philanthropist. And uh, he says, you know, I want to ask you for a certain amount of money. We want to build a building. And he, the rabbi was about to ask for a uh, tremendous amount of money. And the person stopped him, the philanthropist stopped him. And he said, let me just tell you a story. Napoleon had three officers in his armies. They were instrumental in a great victory. There was a Prussian, an Austrian, and a Jew, and he called them into his throne room, and he said, we are so proud of you. Ask me any request, and it shall be yours. So the Prussian uh, general says, you know, I'd like to be made the king of Prussia. Granted, said the emperor. The Austrian said, I'd like to be the king of Austria. Granted, said Napoleon. And the Jewish fellow, he says, uh, Emperor Napoleon, I'd like a barrel of herring. So after they left the room, the two generals looked at the Jewish guy and said, A barrel of herring? Is that all you could ask for? And the Jewish guy smiled and he said, Listen, a barrel of herring? That I know I'm going to get. Well, I guess between the rabbi and the philanthropist, uh, I guess the rabbi lowered his expectations. And so did Avraham Avinu. Avraham Avinu originally asked for a field... And he doesn't mention money. He just says, give me a feel. And the reaction was so positive, like, sure, no problem. Prince amongst us, of course, we're going to give it to you. And Avram Avinu felt that these magnanimous promises were going to be empty unless he was about to offer them cold cash. He was not going to get that field. You know, there's an old expression, when things look too good to be true, they probably are. So Abram realized that false magnanimity on his offer of Afron and his ilk, and he considered in order to attain the proper reality, one must face the real reality of life.